Hey there, this is Daniel. Thanks for listening to DIY Money. Now, if you haven't already, be sure to give us a five-star review so your friends know that this is a show that they can learn from. Follow us on Instagram at DIY.money. Now, enjoy this episode. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. You are listening to another DIY Money. DIY Money. Daniel, Hmm? races, races are like being canceled. I'm not happy about that. Uh, Everything's being canceled. What are we going to do? I mean, are we just going to forever not do anything ever again? No, 2021 is kind of a retry year. We're going to... 2020 is off the table. I'm, I'm Come back in 2021. Stunk. What's this murder bee nonsense? What is that all about? Yeah. You hear that? We're moving from the COVID 19 to murder bees. Congrats, you can go back outside, but you're going to get now stung and die. Murder bees. Uh, anyways, it's just taxing. And, and you know, I did see this. I did see this meme the other day. Um, it was kind of non-pro-American. I'm f- very pro-American, but uh, it said, you know, uh, Americans are already tired uh, of COVID-19 and ready to move on with their lives. Like, it's so American. Like, I don't know. It's just kind of a whatever. I'm going to butcher that. I'm just- pro-Netflix and ice cream right now. <laughs> okay. Anyways, uh, I had a couple <laughs> jokes in there, but they're not appropriate. All right. Let's go to our question. Who do we have? I, I've lost it. I've, Lane. You threw me off. You threw me off. You All right. talking about murder bees. All right. Uh, Lane from Louisiana got a good question that is a staple that everybody should know about. So let's talk about different types of retirement accounts. Lane, what's your question? D-I-Y. Hey, guys. This is Lane from Louisiana. I just had a question about retirement accounts, a Roth IRA versus a traditional IRA. I know, you know, some people use them for different tax reasons. I was just curious the differences between the two. All right. Simple and easy for some. Not all. Not all. So luckily, we have a certified financial professional practicing what is it cf it's called a certified financial planner professional i don't understand that it's cfp but then you have to throw the extra p in there yeah because it's a trademark thing but the trademark is a circle r right what is that all about what does the r stand for rights reserved rock and roll wow is it legit pulling out the the big guns there i I mean seriously is that what i believe that is what it is i've not googled that so cfp circle r but cfpp is what you're supposed to say yada yada so cfp circle r or certified financial planner tm Mm. I don't know why one's a TM and one's an R. Well, there you go. One's I'm a, sure somebody out there knows. Can we get to Lane's logo question, Logo and one's a word, I Here guess. Here we go. We got a CFP who can talk about the difference between an IRA and a Roth IRA, and I shall fill in the blanks. We have an agenda here, Daniel. It's really very simple. Go ahead, we'll Daniel. We'll some blanks this time. Uh, so, yeah, simply put, one of them is funded with uh, dollars that you've already been taxed on. The other is... Uh, funded with dollars that you are not taxed on, or in other words, dollars that you're going to get a tax deduction for. So even more simply put, if you put $1,000 into an IRA or a traditional 401k, you are going to get to deduct $1,000 on your taxes. Now, in practicality, when you put in $1,000 into an employer's 401k, one that uh, you have through a workplace, which is 
really the only place you'd have a 401k more than likely. When you put that $1,000 in, they're going to uh, sort of make the adjustment in your paycheck. So you're not going to notice a big change on your tax return more than likely because you're going to have that adjusted throughout the year. If you put $1,000 into a personal retirement account and you don't make that adjustment throughout the year, you'll get a little bit more back on your taxes. You put that same $1,000 into a Roth IRA, it's not going to have any effect on your current year's taxes. However, in retirement, when you go to pull money out of a Roth IRA, you won't be paying any tax on the withdrawals that you take out of there, regardless of whether that portion was money that you put in or money that you gained. Uh, In comparison with the IRA, when you pull money out of that in retirement, you are going to pay tax on that as normal income. So it comes down to when you're paying the taxes. With an IRA, you don't pay them now, you'll pay them in retirement. With a Roth IRA, you do pay the tax now, and you don't pay them in retirement. Now, mathematically, one of the benefits here between an IRA and a Roth IRA is you if you are maxing both of them out, then mathematically, you're kind of putting more into the Roth IRA because you'll never pay tax on that again. So what does that mean? Well, if you put $1,000 into a traditional IRA, you get the tax deduction on that in this year, but you don't then turn around and put that extra little tax benefit into the IRA. Does that make sense? So you're putting $1,000 in, but you're not putting the the um, the benefit of that deduction in the IRA also. However, if you put $1,000 into the Roth, you are paying that tax outside of the IRA, and then that whole $1,000 is in the Roth IRA, you're never paying tax on it again. So uh, mathematically, if you, if you can max out a Roth or max out an IRA, mathematically, if you max out a Roth, it's going to work better for you in the long run. All right. Any other nuances you want to touch on? I thought you were going to fill in the blanks. Well, okay, but you said you weren't going to leave me any blanks, so there you go. Um, I'm sure there's something. That was interesting. <laughs> Thank you very much. And uh, your rebuttal. Well, okay, so there's a couple of things. They're, now they have them within their 401k, so uh, there's 401k IRAs, 401k Roths, which does not um, prohibit anyone. If you have a, an employer 401k, you have the ability to do that. However, if you do not and you are looking at investing ancillary money in retirement funds, there are um, income stipulations which phase out for Roth IRAs completely and or the deduction for your traditional IRA. So there's an, uh, just a nuance to know. You can write that down. I'm not going to go through all the income levels, but know that there's some income deductions. One of the biggest, and in my personal opinion, one of the most um, uh, favorable differences is the required minimum distribution. The required minimum distribution is the government's way of saying, hey, you have held the taxes from us long enough. Now you need to pay them. And the IRA, which falls underneath a traditional 401k, has what's called a required minimum distribution starting now at the age of 72. Many people out there, and even you've heard on this podcast, us say 70 and a half, these weird weird ages. They bumped that up recently to 72. But what it simply says is that at 72, if you have money in a 401k type 
uh, mechanism that Daniel talked about the tax uh, sensitivity there, the the post or the sorry the pre tax amount. Government says, hey, you've you've held on to this, kept these taxes from us long enough. Now you got to start taking that out. Inside the Roth, there is no required minimum distribution. Obviously, you've already paid tax on it. Doesn't benefit the government one bit for them to get that. There's also this is just a subtle nuance as well a way in which you can fund a Roth by converting an IRA into a Roth. Uh, there's two forms of contribution. There is a actual contribution, which limits income, etc. But then there's the IRA uh, conversion. So let's say you're in this year, and you're a younger person, and you've been laid off or something like that. You have a 401k. Maybe it's not a big 401k. It's a small 401k. Your income is going to be down considerably. This is, again, a nuanced type situation, but it's going to happen out there. Or maybe there's a year that you have a terrible income situation. You take a gap year, whatever the case is. Maybe it's a good opportunity to convert the IRA to the Roth. Why would you do that? You would do that so that it goes into the Roth, never pay tax on it again, never be subject to the required uh, minimum distribution, However, once you convert, you need to pay tax on that conversion amount. So again, it behooves you to correlate that with a year in which your income is maybe a lot lower. All of these things you want to talk to a tax advisor or a financial uh, planner, a CFP, if you will. And you just want to get that second opinion. These are not you know, pieces of advice per se. These are just general nuances. The last thing I'll leave you with is every once in a while... The government rolls out this conversion um, opportunity with a longer period of taxation on the conversion amount. So my wife has a Roth IRA. We took her IRA. This was several years ago. I don't recall the last time I did this. And we were able to convert it and spread the tax payment out over five years. Or it was three years. I don't recall. It was spread out. It made perfect sense for us at the time because we wanted to get that into the Roth, never pay tax on it again, and just let it go. In the event that that happens again, it'll probably happen again. I've seen it twice. Uh, it, that's a good time to revisit this subject matter. Anything else? Yeah. So uh, early withdrawals are an important distinction between the two. Uh, if you have to tap the IRA or 401k for some reason, uh, if you do it from a IRA or traditional uh, deductible retirement account, you're going to have to pay taxes and penalties on that. So 10% penalty plus your normal, your highest tax bracket. What distinguishes a Roth here is your contributions into the Roth, you can pull out, back out at any time without taxes and penalties. It's only the earnings that you're going to get a tax and penalty on. So, or penalty rather. Um, the unique benefit here is for those that are young and really working on trying to build up their um, emergency savings account and don't have enough to also fund an IRA, don't have an employer match, this can be a really good benefit strategically uh, to start funding a Roth early on. Put some money in that Roth, uh, leave that in cash until you get an emergency fund outside of retirement eventually, but start getting money in there because what you don't want to do is later on in life not be able to max out the Roth because uh, you hit the limit. Uh, it's going to give you a little bit of buffer there and you can get that money uh, back out without sort of any penalty and so forth. So it's one small strategy there that you can kind of work with if you need to sort of gradually build that up. All right, great. Last thing, I feel like we're jousting here. This is really good, but there's just a plethora of information. It's good to know. Many people think that these vehicles, if they're not within your retirement plan at work, that they're like 
CD vehicles at the bank. These are just investment vehicles. You can own a variety of things inside this. So you can own CDs, you can own cash, you can own stocks, you can own bonds, you can own mutual funds, ETFs, etc. These are just a bucket, an or, uh, uh, a way in which you invest for your future. It's the last thing we'll leave you with. All right, Lane, that was a great question. Obviously, chock full of good information. And if you need more information on this, again, reach out to a tax advisor or a CFP in your neck of the woods and uh, sit down with them and... Get your, what are you looking at me like that for? Daniel <laughs> just cocked his head and looked at me. You can also work with a CFP online from time to time. Oh, that was a that was a plug. just saying. Yeah, yeah. Well, well we're, look, we're in the process of rolling out the DIY money CFP planning university, whatever. I don't know what that means, but we're we're in the process of that. That's another day, another time. All right, Lane. Great question. We'll get you that twenty five dollar Amazon gift card. All Lane did was drop us an audio question through his smartphone, podcast at DIYmoney.org. Podcast at DIYmoney.org. We'll send him a $25 Amazon gift card. Be sure to check us out on Instagram, DIY.money, or join the Facebook group, the DIY Tribe. All right, friends, remember, the secret to wealth is very simple. Live on less than you make. Invest the rest. Do so for a very long time. Make it a great one. Thanks for listening to this episode of the show. If you want content delivered to you regularly, be sure to follow us on Instagram at DIY.money. And if you want your question aired on the show, be sure to send that to us and you'll get a $25 Amazon gift card. This show is for entertainment and educational purposes only and is not intended as personal financial advice. Before making any financial decision, please do your homework and consult a financial advisor as needed.